Welcome to the Ultimate Dentist Podcast. Join us to hear success stories of various individuals and learn clinical and life hacks to help you become the ultimate dentist. Hi everyone, I hope you are all doing great. In today's episode, I would like to discuss about if you should work on your weaknesses or you should work on your strength. I posted this question in my Facebook group called Full Mouth Reconstruction for GDPs and I got mixed response, leaning more towards working on weaknesses. And I can assure you that there is no right or wrong answer and just different opinions. So uh, whatever the outcome of this episode is, um, it's going to be gray area because as I said, there is no right or wrong answer. You can do both. So let's look at this a little bit more in detail. So let's look at about working on your weaknesses. If someone says, okay, you know what? Uh, These are my weaknesses. I'm not good with endo. I'm not good with implants and I'm going to work on my weaknesses. Um, So what are the benefit of working on your weaknesses? So first of all, it boosts your never give up mentality and that boosts your morale. You know, you know that you are going to work hard on something which you're not good at. And when you become good at that thing, uh, it does, it gives you that positivity boost. So it's very good for your morale. Um, Learning different things uh, and constant improvement is also uh, very good when you're doing dentistry because sometimes if you're doing same thing again and again, it can get boring. And when you start learning uh, or improving your weakness, you become a very good general dentist um, as you're trying to learn everything and and strengthening your weak points. So uh, this was in my early career where, you know, I knew that I wasn't good at endo, I wasn't good at implant, I wasn't good at soft tissue. You know, there are a lot of things I wasn't good at. And what I did was I started year by year or six monthly, I would have one goal. Six months, I would have goal of improving my endo. And I will do all the courses under the sun. I've been to San Francisco um, to do the course uh, from John West. And, you know, it's an amazing guy. Um, if you get a chance, learn from him. And yeah, it does, it did improve my endodontics. And, you know, thanks to him, I don't really... Uh, sweat anymore while doing endo and feel that oh can I am I going to find this canal or not so it was it was really good course then when it comes to doing you know implants I've done numerous courses and I am continue doing those courses so you know when you start learning different skills you do different uh, courses you are becoming overall a good general dentist now, the, the cons, which is the disadvantage of doing that, is that it takes a lot of time as you're constantly working against the tide. And by definition, it is hard. Uh, and it, hence, it takes a lot of mental strength. You know, uh, if you're not good at something and you start to learning that, it will take a toll on you. And, you know, it's like when you're swimming against the flow of the river. You know, it takes a lot more energy than if you're swimming um, uh, at the same flow as the river uh, flow. So, you know, it it does take a lot of hard work. There is a chance that if you do not like the particular discipline, that you may not be as good as someone else who really enjoys the process. And again, root canal is a great example. 
it's a love-hate relationship with dentists. Some of the dentists, they really love it and, you know, they enjoy doing root canal. Uh, whereas some of the dentists just literally hate it. They hate molar root canal treatments. Similar thing with implants. I know some of the dentists who are uh, doing implants, they really get stressed out before the day of placement of implant um, when they are doing the procedure. And, you know, everything is like their whole universe roam around that one procedure. So it does, uh, you know, it does take a lot of toll on you. It is very difficult also to give same amount of focus to each and every discipline and hence your time and efforts gets divided. So if you say I'm not, you, you know, by default, if you're like me, then you are not going to be good at more things than uh, you're going to be excellent at. So this was the case in early in my career where, you know, I don't think I was good at anything. And, you know, I had to pick and choose, um, as I said, every discipline, every six months, I would choose one discipline and really hone down on it. I would really work hard on it. And, you know, it takes a lot of time. And when you're learning a lot of disciplines, let's say, you know, I managed to, I mean, I've I've been doing ortho, endo, almost every procedure under the sun in dentistry, um, apart from zygomatic implants, which I don't think uh, is still in my remit right now. I almost do every single procedure which you can find what general, what uh, generally acceptable in dentistry. So perio, endo, ortho, uh, implants, uh, surgery. So I do all of them. However, when you do all these procedures, your attention gets divided. You are not going to do one procedure uh, a lot of time to be as good as someone who is doing that procedure uh, day in and day out. And that's why endodontists are so quick in doing root canal treatment because that's all they do. So coming to that, let's come to the, the point on working on your strengths. So we looked at the advantages and disadvantages of working on your weaknesses. So if you're not good at something, and I'm talking again mainly dentistry aspects, I'm not talking about general in life. Um, I don't think I'm in, in, in position to give you advice about life. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just giving you again, even advice about dentistry from my perspective. And uh, what we are discussing is that should you work on your weaknesses in dentistry or should you concentrate on your strengths? So we, we discussed about advantages and disadvantages uh, about working on your weaknesses. So let's discuss about the strengths. So uh, advantages on of, of working on your strengths. So the, one of the advantages is as you are good at it already, and this is one of your stronger point, uh, most likely you enjoy the process and you get better at it. And it will be quicker process. Because you're enjoying it, you will have tendency uh, to work harder, better. It's like, again, the example of river. If you're swimming, this time you're swimming with the flow of the river and that river pushes you as well. So it's much easier to swim in the same direction as the river flows. By becoming really good at this skill, you can create that niche as well. And this is what specialists do, isn't it? So again, I know I'm going, I'm giving examples of uh, endodontics, but this is one thing endodontists do. So they are doing root canals in and out and that makes them much better. 
orthodontists is the same example. Uh, they're doing the orthodontics in and out every single day, and that makes them better. So you can create that niche. And again, not working against the resistance all the time, it makes your life easy. So it's easier to work on your strength than work on your weaknesses. Again, you can easily monetize your skills by creating systems and becoming more efficient. And again, Invisalign is one of the, one of the example right now where people who are really good at doing Invisalign they have really systemized their, their uh, process and they are very efficient in doing what they do because that's something they enjoy doing and they are good at it because they enjoy doing and because of that, they have created this niche and created these systems and becomes much more efficient. So what are the disadvantages of working on your strength? Um, one of the disadvantages is that because you are at risk of becoming blinkered dentist, so you are basically doing um, one procedure all the time, and because you're just doing one procedure or two procedures all the time, you, you, there's a risk that you do not think multidisciplinary approach and try and fit everything you you know into that one thing which you 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 do and one of the example would be um again when you are um doing implants just implants then you don't think about periodontal aspects if you see periodontally compromised tooth all you would say is take it out let's do implants Whereas if you are doing periodontics, you are trying to do everything you can to try and save that tooth. So, you know, you do become or there's a risk of you becoming biased and not looking at multidisciplinary approach. And this is something I really admire and learn from um, Otto and Zer. Um, so Marcus Hustler and Otto Zer. I've learned from them because they are very aware of this bias. So, you know, they have endodontists um, and one of them decided they will do perio and one of them decided they will do endo um, implants. So, you know, they have stages of teeth. The implantologist will only see the patient when endodontists or periodontists have said that this tooth is not salvageable because then um, the tooth is at the end of their life and then the tooth comes out and then implant goes in. Whereas if someone sees implantologists from the first appointment, there is a risk that that tooth might come out prematurely. And this is not um, because someone wants to make money or anything. It's just that if you do one thing for long enough, there is a tendency to get biased towards that. The other um, disadvantage is that if you do not know all the disciplines of dentistry, then treatment planning cases becomes difficult. And you may find difficult to treat patient comprehensively. Again, it brings down to that multidisciplinary approach. The problem is that if you are the main dentist for that patient, if you're seeing that patient as the main dentist who is treatment planning the case, then you need to know you need to have knowledge of all the discipline. Although you may not be able to do the treatment, you need to know what is achievable and what is not achievable, such as in orthodontic. You know, I've seen dentists with impacted, like uh, almost, I can only see two millimeter of the lower right eight. 
um, which is horizontally impacted, and some of the dentists would give option of orthodontic treatment, uprighting of the lower right eight uh, to get into position. And it is almost impossible because there's a there's a huge amount of bone distal to that uh, tooth. It's just not practical to move that tooth. So you need to really understand the limitations and possibilities. Uh, which is uh, associated with other disciplines. And that's why it helps if you know all the disciplines because you can treatment plan the case properly. And then you say, look, you know what? I know how to do root canals, but uh, you know this person is much more efficient. And that's what I do right now, that I send patients to uh, endodontist because I know that the endodontist is going to be much more efficient than I am uh, in doing root canal, and I I feel that that's in patients' best interest. So um, if if you are, but but I know what kind of teeth is what. How can you save the teeth, and what teeth will be will give good prognosis? Because I've done the treatment, and many times I would also do core investigation. Well, all the time I will do remove all the crown, old crown, do core investigation, rebuild the tooth and uh, then send to uh, patient to endodontist so then i know that the prognosis of the tooth is good the other disadvantage is that if you haven't tried particular skill then you don't know that by learning a bit more and never giving up on it you could have developed that skill into something you really like so again you know if you pick a discipline let's say orthodontics and you initially might think oh i don't like orthodontics and and but but then the more deeper you get into it uh, you might start liking it so you know initially because you're not good at it you might not like it but as as you become good at it you might start enjoying it and i'll give you my example so when i did my uh, msc in conservative dentistry from eastman dental institute uh, university college london um, I was asked in my interview that if I was interested in learning about implants, and I literally told them point blank that you know I'm I'm not here to do any implants. I have no um, interest in doing any surgical procedures. They do not excite me, and I'm here to learn restorative dentistry, uh, complex restorative dentistry. However, now twelve years later, I place you know around 250 implants a year and do very complex bone grafting such as block grafting, sinus lifts, um, all on four treatment, all on six treatment uh, related to implants. So, you know, because I've started doing implants and I started enjoying it and my never give up mentality working on your weakness has you know, made me go towards that route. And, you know, now I do a lot of implants. So now we looked at the advantages and disadvantages of working on your strength. So as you can probably really realize that, you know, there's advantages and disadvantages of both sides. And that's why there's no right or wrong answer. So, so what is the right answer, you may ask? And as I said, there is no right answer. However, in my opinion, I would say that in your early years of your career, you need to work on your weaknesses until you find your passion. Then you work on your strength because almost 100% of the time, you will be passionate about the things which you are good at. And if you're not good at, you will become good at very, very quickly because you're passionate about it. And 
doing that approach, which I I followed in my career. So initially, I learned about everything and anything. I did, um, you know, courses for every single thing, discipline in dentistry, because I wanted to become a really good 360 degree dentist. So dentist who knows everything. And I achieved that, um, although I wasn't super, super great about doing anything, but I was much better than overall dentists in doing most of the disciplines. Once I've achieved that, then I picked a couple of disciplines, um, such as full mouth reconstruction and implants. And now I am almost, my practice is limited to full mouth reconstruction and implants. However, when you consider full mouth reconstruction, it almost includes all disciplines. So if patient comes to me who needs restoration, like class two restoration or onlay, and that's part of the full mouth reconstruction, I will carry out everything. I still do endodontic treatment because some of the area where I worked in, the endodontists are, you know, fully booked up for six months and, you know, patient may not want to wait that long. And I'm much more comfortable doing endodontics if I need, if I want to. Um, But that's my choice whether I want to choose to do endodontics or not. So, you know, I am proud of the fact that I can do everything that is in dentistry, such as ortho, endo, perio, prosto, oral surgery. However, now I can choose into focusing my efforts into few disciplines and become master at doing it. But if I would not have learned everything, I would not have known that what I like uh, the most. And more importantly, I would not have been able to treat and plan comprehensively. Because I know all the discipline, I can really dictate to orthodontists, endodontics or periodontists that, you know, I want this end result because I know that it is achievable and I've done it before. So I can really tell them and I can really become the conductor of the orchestra. And this is what I tell all the dentists who are referring patients to me, that you really need to think like you are a conductor of orchestra. So you cannot maybe um, play a really nice guitar or violin or drums, um, but you need to know how it should be played and you need to be able to dictate how uh, it needs to be running. So your patient needs to know that you are in control of of their mouth and you are the one who are pulling all the strings. And that means you still have patient who trust you and believe in you. So so once you now decided that you are going to work on your weaknesses or on your strength, then how do you do that? You know, how do you work on your weaknesses or on your strength? And many people have suggested that, you know, you should do 10,000 hours on particular discipline if you want to become master at it. So you may know this 10,000 hours rule. And it says that if you do anything for 10,000 hours, You become an expert in that thing. However, one main important thing which is not mentioned in that sort of quote is that doing something for 10,000 hours and not learning from it will mean that you will be repeating the same mistakes 10,000 times. So it is vital that you reflect on your work and constantly learn from it. So every time you do that denture or you've done that composite restoration or root canal treatment, that implant or full mouth reconstruction case, take time to reflect what went well and what went wrong and learn from it. 
it would be great if you don't repeat the same mistake again. But even if you are being aware of the mistakes being repeated, you are making progress. And that will help you in improving quicker. So if you want to learn full math reconstruction and you think that you're not ready, then try and start learning one skill at a time. Try, try and nail that Facebook record properly, you know, become quick at it. Then move on to doing recording centric relation, doing risk assessment for full math reconstruction cases, planning the different stages of the treatment. Even if you're not going to do the treatment, plan the treatment, send it to specialists and say, ask them what, what would they have done? And that will help you prepare for what's coming in the future. And I always tell everyone that, uh, the dentists I teach that, you know, answer without the question is useless, which means if someone gives you answer of some problem, which you never even thought about, you will not take that answer seriously because you haven't thought about the problem. You haven't come across the problem. And the only way to engage and learn more is to engage your thought process and your thinking process and reflect on whatever you've done. I can tell you that unfortunately, I have not found a single case where I cannot find a small error. You know, gingival zenith is might be maybe a 0.5 millimeter off. I mean, there is no case which is 100% accurate. And that's good because, you know, the, the enjoyment is in the process of achieving goal um, or, or chasing that goal, but never achieving it. Yeah. So you're trying to chase that goal um, and it's just go, you're getting closer and closer, but you're never achieving because you're always getting better and better and goals, goal becomes higher and higher. So I hope uh, this long-winded answer of whether you should work on your strength or on your weaknesses was helpful. If you have any question career related or how you should do uh, what would be your career pathway or anything, please reach out to me. I'm more than happy to help you. Take care and I will see you in the next episode. Oh,